Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about we're going to talk about traveling as a same-sex couple. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hey, everyone. Associate Producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello, not an expert. Not an expert. <laughs> in the general sense of experts, not specifically this topic. I, I do travel with a same-sex person. Well, I was going to say, this might be the why Craig and <laughs> Corey travel together show, yeah. but we're not... We probably won't go there. I, I usually room with Rhino, and he spoons well at night. Does he? Yeah. That's good. Like a furnace. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So I was trying to keep it classy. That's gone downhill already. <laughs> um, this is part of a series we've done. We've done traveling uh, with children, traveling without children, as you get older, as a larger person. So this is going to just sort of um, button up my expertise, being the old, gay, fat, childless person. <laughs> So after this, I'm out of <laughs> I'm out of topics we can cover. Just so you know. Um, but I wanted to cover this because I think that um, first of all, there are challenges that we face uh, as a same-sex couple tra- uh, traveling. But there are also areas where we can talk to people and let people know that um, where things are good and things are easy, where people might be apprehensive to travel. And make it known that they're a same-sex couple, that this could be an op- an opportunity for them to understand for those of us who have been doing it for years and years and years. I agree. I also want to say, too, that you know I recognize that at the table, we are all gay men. Um, so in an effort to make sure we had a female perspective, we talked to some of our uh, lesbian friends and asked them to provide us some input. So we'll be sharing that as well. My first response was just to have Siri and Alexa on the show, but I don't think that they're out. So we're going to just use the input of our other lesbian friends to help us out. Not appropriate? Go ahead. All right. So first and foremost, I think it's important. I think people know this, but I think it's important for us to let people know where we're coming from. Kevin and I are married. We have been together since 2001. Um, We are out and about. We do not hide who we are. We travel as a couple. We've always traveled as a couple. So that's our perspective since traveling since 2001. And are honest when people ask. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Rhino, tell us a little bit about you. Um, so I've been with my partner for uh, 10 years this year. And um, he he likes to travel quite a bit. I travel with work. And sometimes the two of those things sort of collide together. So we do, we do a lot of... Uh, we at least do like a trip a year, I feel like. So, and you're not, you don't, tra- this isn't my, my brother and I are traveling together. You're out and about. My you- 1950s roommate, yes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Two confirmed bachelors. Yes. <laughs> we are yeah. bachelor roommates traveling yeah. together. Yes. So, I think that that's important for people to know that too, that this isn't about, you know, hiding who we are. No. It's no, about no. going as who we are. Yeah. I also hope that folks who are not, in our position who are not a same sex couple will stick with us during the show. Cause maybe you'll understand if you have an unconventional relationship and something that doesn't fit the normal heterosexual mold that perhaps we can help you as well. Um, with some ideas about traveling. So first and foremost, we need to talk about Disney because that's usually our focus here is traveling to Disney, Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line. What's our experience when traveling to Disney? 
What have you found that happens when you travel to Disney as a couple? I'm going to say it's usually mundane. Disney is very adept at handling it. I mean, there's never a question. It's not uncommon as you're walking through Walt Disney World or Disneyland to see same-sex same sex couples. Oh, man. Really. Same-sex couples holding hands. Uh, Disney has... Disney World has a gay day. I believe Disneyland has one too. They're very accepting and open. They offer their cast members domestic partnership benefits. They are a very accepting couple. And I've never had any sort of issue at Disney. Uh, with For this. years. I mean, right. I think that in general, the, um, the social acceptance of gay people has improved. Things have and changed for most bit. people, it's who cares. But for Disney, that's the best site. That's right. that. That's it all. Right. That's pretty much all of it. Got At this point, we're just not interesting. Right. Got to the point where who cares? But Disney's been like this for a long time. Mm. They were the. They were leaders. They were definitely but, leaders. Yeah, I've I've never like in my life been uncomfortable there. I should say, you know, being who I am, I. You know, I think there. The, it's a testament to those parks that they're very welcoming to you know everybody from all walks of life. And while I'm not judging a single person, as you walk through the park, there is, even on gay day, you, how do I put this without sounding judgmental? No one will question you unless you are being outrageous. And there are people who, on different occasions, have been outrageous. And Disney asks you not to be outrageous. So let's start with actually maybe pre-trip. We talk a lot about pre-trip stuff and we talk about going to Disney. Um, What generally happens for us is that because we have different last names, you know, it's not, people don't assume we're a couple. So there are things like, you know, you go to Disney Cruise Line, do you want the beds together? Yeah. You know, that's usually the big question that happens. And we have been on a cruise where they separated our beds twice. And I finally, I finally went and said, no, (laughs) just push them together, leave them together. It's okay. And after that, it was like, oh, we didn't know. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's been very easy. I I think if you're just honest with people, you won't have any problem whatsoever with booking a Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line. We even found it was Accepted in Disneyland Paris. We didn't have any issue with that. Uh, even so far as going to the Asian parks, they were accepting of the fact that we had asked for one bed. Right. Um, not so much in, in in resorts. That's not as much. But on cruise lines, you know, because we tend to stay in a suite, we get the, do you want us to make up the couch? Or in Disney Cruise Line, it's the, you know, should we do the fold-out bed for you? Do you want us to pull the bunk down? Exactly. (laughs) That's a whole different issue. (laughs) Imagine a bunk. Oh, my goodness. I think it's just people trying to be um, polite and let you know that that's an option for you. Right, exactly. I, I think it's more than being a judgment. It's what can I do to make this as good for you as possible? Is there anything that, would be a consideration as far as what hotel you'd stay at or anything like that. I mean, does that play into any of this? Um, at Disney and in terms of like where I'd stay at a Disney hotel. Yeah. 
No, I think we're being a... It's not like the all-star sports are very macho. Yeah, you're not. Like, I don't want those cheerleaders to come beat me up. Like, <laughs> exactly. like, <laughs> you can't say it on animation because the, the mean girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a consideration. That is a consideration. But yeah, I mean, I all-star sports too much. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's you know, a valid question is where will I be comfortable? And I think you'll be comfortable anywhere at yeah. Disney. And I think you, uh, another thing to note too is you should be comfortable like celebrating whatever you're celebrating. You know how Disney will always ask you on the phone when you're making the reservation or in the computer, um, whatever it'll ask you, are you celebrating anything? And sometimes there's that hesitation whether it's if it's like an anniversary or something like that because it's the well, I have to explain they're two men, <laughs> um, but they're very. I did my 10 year. Uh, anniversary we went to sebastian's at um at a caribbean beach and i we loved it and they were very nice and they you know happy anniversary on a thing and on valentine's day they were the same way too you know there was not even a question they they didn't even ask on valentine's day and that was where i was almost like how presumptuous of you (laughs) my hand on my hip like a little teapot well we do all know that caribbean beach is the gayest resort so i mean that that doesn't surprise we were talking to some friends of ours um helen and maria and we said do you ever face any sort of do you have any challenges and they said no they actually are quiet about it because people tend to upgrade their room or buy them drinks and she said they said they don't know why they it's just people are overly generous and it that kind of embarrasses them that they tell a wonderful story about the first time they came to walt disney world as a couple they went to california grill without a reservation and they so they sat at the bar they knew they could sit at the bar and eat have food there and they said they started to get free drinks and then free food showed up (laughs) and then they like found them a table off to the side and they didn't know why but they just thought it was great so you know at disney world there's a large number of gay cast members so Mm -hmm. you may run into that where someone is now recognizing you and celebrating you as a couple we've actually had that happen when Oh, maybe you didn't get the drink I did. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think I was there for that. <laughs> I had both of them. Um, <laughs> um, so, I, again, I have to encapsulate, you know, Disney, there's no, there's really nothing to worry about. Um, I should, I would also back up a little bit and say this, and this is obviously self-serving because we're the travel company, but look for a travel company that's going to accept as well. You know, Dreams Unlimited Travel is gay-owned and operated with gay employees. We don't care. You know, we're not going to question why are there two guys in a room or two girls in a room. You know, it doesn't really bother us. Um, expanding out from Disney, Universal. I found no issues staying at Universal at all. It was the same sort of. I like to think of Universal as the heterosexual Disney cousin. I don't, but I, I mean, what? in my brain, I used to think about it like that in a weird way. And then uh, Craig was the one who was like, oh, no. There's more here than there. And I went, oh, excellent. Well, a lot you of know. cast members go from Disney to Universal. Yeah. And you, and Orlando in general has a high gay population. Orlando percentage. has um, actually some pretty great equality laws. Well, and Universal is actually pretty uh, – um, I feel like can sometimes be more openly supportive of, uh, you know, a group like uh, of gays. I feel like I – they had that universal rainbow um, love is love sticker that they made mm. after the pulse and everything. So they've been very like, they're not afraid to say like, Oh, we support you, you know? Right. So you shouldn't feel any sort of way about well, Disney I mean, as well. We have, we have rainbow ears. Yeah. I would also suggest that Orlando with the theme parks 
that we've just talked about as being very accepting, we might be in a bubble. Yeah, well, that's might, where I was going to next. Okay. But go ahead. Absolutely. We might be in a bubble where Disney is safe to be yourself and Universal is safe to be yourself. And I've been to SeaWorld. No one's ever questioned me, but I'm not looking for a room. <laughs> um, you can't see the whales. <laughs> yeah, sir, we don't let your kind touch the stingrays. <laughs> so I, I don't, again, we might live in that bubble. It, you know, but that I sort think- of East Coast also, Orlando is more liberal than the rest of Florida, and I think that's true. So there are people out there who are from other places where you might not run into this level of acceptance. Well, that's what I wanted to say to folks who might be weary about it from another place. Disney in general, Universal in general, um, and any Disney park seems to be in and of itself accepting. You know, we travel places like New York City. New York City is very accepting. So let's look beyond that. Um, one of the places that very early on in our travels that worried me, quote unquote, or concerned me was Europe, was our travels to Europe and how things might uh, go over there. Because again, we are not hiding who we are. We're not, you know, worried about people finding out. We're also not walking down the street arm in arm. Yeah. I'm also not walking into a hotel and announcing it. Right. Like, you know, screaming in the lobby. <laughs> Gay on the premises. <laughs> One of the things that we found comical in Italy was the language barrier. And we told them we wanted the beds together. Mm. And they just kind of looked at us. One bed. And then, you know, I get my pigeon Italian, uno beto. <laughs> and uh, the, the housekeeper looked at me and went, ah, matrimonial bed. Oh, yeah, sure. That's it. Right. Oh, okay. So it was more just, um, it wasn't a, I didn't have a problem with it. She didn't have a problem with it. I think it was more just an understanding thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, um, Eli uh, came with me during the, uh, when we did the Viking Italy cruise um, and we really had no issue anywhere we get anywhere we went. I've never felt uncomfortable or anything like that. But I'm I'm also not the type of person that is like like you said. I don't. I'm not a. I could hold your hand at some points, but I'm not a very big PDA person right. in general. So yeah, we don't need that. You know, so it's one of those where I, I was comfortable. You know, so I, I I would speak to that part of me being personal. But I mean. I saw other gay people that were out and about that lived there and stuff. So I'm like, all right, they're cool. Also, we find younger, younger gay men, younger lesbians tend to be more demonstrative. Yeah. Because they're coming up at a different time than Kevin and I came up, for sure. Oh, for yeah, I, I I think to myself how how much younger and, and more comfortable they can be with themselves, and then that projects outward, you know. And so right. the younger you can start to be more sure of yourself, you know, the more less self-conscious you'll be as you get older. You know? And I think we can probably make a bigger deal about it than anyone else does. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Look, that's what it is. Just pointing as they walk exactly. by. Look, we actually have had some comical experiences. We went to Ireland and we got in a cab from a taxi from the ho- airport to the hotel. And our taxi driver actually wasn't a taxi driver. We were with Adventures by Disney and he was the gentleman driving the car. We didn't call a taxi. He was the ride that had been assigned to us, the driver, and was taking us to our hotel. And we were just sitting in the cab. And out of nowhere, he says to us, you know, Ireland loves gay people. And I looked at, <laughs> I looked at him and I thought, what are we wearing? <laughs> yeah. And 
after that, Ireland had just passed their um, marriage equality laws. So anytime they saw any cab driver, any restaurant where they saw the two of us together, they would tell us that they loved gay people. And it got to the point where it was like, this is funny. Yeah, it's funny. I I went um I went to Ireland in uh two thousand and seventeen. I guess the end of two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, and um they in Cork um they ha- were about to have or had just had their uh, Pride celebration. So they weren't. It wasn't like a oh they just passed it and they're still kind of not okay with it. They were like we're all in. So they were like <laughs> exactly. rainbow flags everywhere. And it, it it's funny because you're saying this. It seems like everybody wanted to walk by and be like hello. I love gay. <laughs> That's how it was. Yeah. Every place we went. And, it, you know. I don't want to say I was, like, surprised, but I guess I come from a very Irish Catholic area of the world. And you stamp all those feelings down and shove them inside <laughs> that it was weird to be like, now you're in the mother country. And they're, like, exploding with love there. So it was we weird. We were in Asia. And we get the question a lot. John and I are built very similarly. And they say to us, are you brothers? And I'm going to be honest with you. There's times when I'm busy or there's times when I'm just not in the mood to explain anything. And I just say yes. Well, one of our tour guides, was it Shanghai Disney? Shanghai. Said to us, are you brothers? And John said, actually, Kevin's my husband. Well, she kind of went crazy. She did. She thought this was the best thing ever. This was the most uncomfortable experience I've ever had. <laughs> and she was happy about it. She was. She wanted every picture that we took, she wanted one of us to be kissing the other one on the cheek or hugging each other. And she wanted to take a picture from behind us with us holding hands and walking through Shanghai Disney. And this was the best thing she had ever heard. And we just kept looking at her and saying, this is, you know, we wouldn't do this any place. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's not Finally, it's like, you need to stop it. You just need to stop and go away because you're uh, annoying me. We were going to ride the Winnie the Pooh ride and she was going to wait until she could put both of us in the same car so we could hug each other while we rode. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. Imagine you embracing each other <laughs> right. the entire ride. Is it over yet? <laughs> it's like, we prefer different cars. It's not embarrassment. It is not that I'm hiding it. It's just that, get off me. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. So tell about another story in China. I mean, this is kind of the flip side of it. Not that somebody was mean to us, but in, in engaging with someone who's not as open about it. Was it? We had guide. Uh, hired a car and a guide in some of our free time to drive around Beijing. And we had this very nice man. His name was Michael. And we were driving around. And Michael was like an ambassador. He was telling us everything that was good about Beijing and and everything that you know was going on. He was how proud, proud of was, showing how the you know the 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 city was becoming more modernized. His mm-hmm. mother and father had retired at like fifty five, right. and they were being taken care of, but they were allowed to have other jobs. And I said to him, "So, what are gay rights like here?" And he said to me, "We don't have gay people in China." Well, you got two. <laughs> yeah, there's two in your car, and I said, "Well, there's a lot of you." And I forget what the number was. And I said, I'm guessing there are. Do they not have rights? And he clearly made it obvious that he did not want to talk about this because mm-hmm. there were no gay people in China. So I just let it go. But I thought I thought it was a weird reaction. Kevin said, do you know 10 people? He said, yeah. He goes, statistically, you know a gay person. Yeah. And he didn't want to hear it. Oh, no, we have no gay people in China and we have no gay people in Beijing. And, and I said to him, um, is um, 
is there marriage equality? Is there same-sex marriage? And he goes, no one in China would do that. And I thought, this is a big country. I'm guessing there's a couple. I, I, I have some friends who his like first-generation American from China, and I know that they is coming out is a struggle with the parents who are from there. So I know there, you know, which is the case anywhere you go, really. But I know that some some other places, you know, not everywhere is as fortunate as, I mean, I guess, as Ireland to be as lovely. And well, lovely. here's the deal. This wasn't, I didn't get in the car to ask about this. It was part of a larger conversation yeah. and it seemed to fit in. Yeah. And his reaction surprised me. Surprised us, yeah. Um, Maria and Helen tell a story about when they went to adopt their daughter in Cambodia. And they said, it. What we weren't told that being gay was a was wrong or, or illegal or anything, but it was like, don't tell them that you're lesbians. Hmm. It was kind of this sort of thing that they don't want to hear it and they don't want to believe like they know, it's true. They just don't like being don't confronted ask, don't with tell reality. is what yeah. it was. But yeah. they said, they, she said, uh, Maria said, how, you know, how could they not know? Here we are two women adopting a, a girl and for a baby and we're signing the papers as if we're, you know, jointly adopting this yeah. person. How could they not understand that we're a couple and we're together? But it was like, sort of like denial. Don't tell us and we don't have to know about it. And we did ask permission. We asked them if it was okay to use their names and talk about them. And they have a beautiful daughter and she's college age now. Which leads us now. So away from the Disney bubble and everything is great to the experiences where things can be awkward. I think that you have to take precautions in some of the places where you travel. Yeah. I think that there are places that would not be open to us being a couple. Well, that's what I was talking about. The safety of Orlando and the theme parks and the cruise lines. Um, I think having a large gay employee base is part of it. But again, I think it's very accepted. It's it's corporate culture here. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been places where we have not told people that we were, you know, you don't make any kind of announcement. And I think, I think everybody would have to make that decision on their own. There's been times in my life when I decided come hell or high water, I was telling people, I think I've gotten old enough to the point where I don't feel quite as militant as I did at that time. But we travel and I think we're kind of low key and I think we just sort of go with the flow, but you have to be careful. Again, I live, we live here in a bubble and I think there's a great deal of acceptance and I think there's a great deal of openness, but not every place is like that. Where would you not go for fear of not being um, even safe? Not only just I not would accepted. Not go to Turkey. I would Russia? Not go to Russia. I go to um, Jamaica, but hmm. I have gotten off the ship in... Is it Falmouth? Falmouth. Yeah. And I know that Jamaica has poor human rights or, yeah, human rights issues with stuff like that. Um, I think Haiti has a similar, similar to Jamaica. Like the the, st- the areas where they stop on the cruise, if you're in that area, obviously it's very you're insulated. fine. But yeah, exactly. And that's how it is when you go to Jamaica. I don't, if I go to Falmouth, it's that little fenced Just in there, area yeah. and I don't go very much further. Um, there are other places that I wouldn't go. Uh, I think that the Middle East, I would probably stay away from as half of a gay married couple. I don't know that I would um, feel comfortable there. I just from what I read on the news, I haven't made huge in-depth research into this, but I know that, you know, 
I, where somebody just recently, Brunei, has decided that if you are found to be gay, they can stone you to death. And I'm not making that up. That is just what's released on the news. If you're an adulterer or gay, you will be stoned to death. And I think, well, put that brochure away. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think there's a difference between a place like Jamaica and a place like Brunei or Russia that we will go to Jamaica. And my theory of a place like that is I think people should see us because I think it's easier to hate a group if it's faceless. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, we're not going, we're not holding hands, and we're not, you know, fawning all over each other, but we've been in the jewelry stores where they said, are you brothers? And I've said, no, this is my husband. So, and it's usually, you know, they're taken aback by it. But again, I don't feel fearful for my life there. Maybe I no, should. again, but you're in a very insulated right, exactly. enclosure with, you know, machine guns at each door. So I, I think there's a difference. Right. I think you just have to be, use your best sense. You know, you know what I like to do? Um, I mean, I do, I I don't have a lot of international experience. It's just within the state. I always like to just Google, I might not go to them, but I'll just see what like gay, I'll just type in gay friendly. Where am I going to the area and see what kind of pops up? If it's like a lot of businesses that pop up or if it's just bars or just like two bars and you're like, okay, well this is a little bit more of a, because probably the more friendly and the more welcoming they are, the, more you can find sometimes of that sort of stuff but um but then you could also go to a place that like i was just in milwaukee and um you know there's like a rainbow equality sticker on every single one of the doors down there and it it was kind of a place that i was like "Hmm, it's they're in the middle of having this um sort of um I, I don't want to say millennial or hipster, but it's people that are in like my age demographic are reinvigorating the uh, the city right now. So it's a lot of like-minded people like me that are now making this area that, you know, 20 years ago wasn't very friendly to everybody is now very friendly. Well, unless you were like Jeffrey Dahmer abducting people on the streets or I don't know if it was him or the other guy, but wow. Yeah. Sorry. I never thought we'd go to Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't travel with something else too. You're, you're younger than we are. So you would look for a bar to go to you. Well, I might not even go, but that's my like sort of, I think about Orlando and the pings. Yeah, exactly. Like it's my way of, I guess the only thing I kind of know how to look for, you know, I, I, to see that how is it spread there you know is it a dump is it like i don't mean to be rude or like a hole in the wall is it a bar that can hold six people then there's probably not a lot going on is it a huge bar that says something about it as well you know i think john's right we um we are not activists i'm not marching i don't have a pride flag on my car or my house or any of that but i think being visible and being honest about who we are and about being out. We've gotten emails from folks who say, listen, I didn't even know this was something I could be. And I think I'm a happily married man. I've been as a, with John since 2001. I can tell you the date we met. We met on September 18th, 2001. But I think just being open and visible and just being ourselves is a form of activism. Well, and I want to say, um, not because we kind of moved a little past it, but I want to go back to Jeffrey Dahmer. No, yeah, back to Jeffrey. Um, in 
one of the things I noticed, right, my first trip to Disneyland was 2015, and I, and that was my first trip to California, and so it's not just Disneyland that I love, it's California that I love, it's that area, it's the, um, you know, exploring all these different places, but I really feel like there, I'm, I'm always uncomfortable in my own skin, it's a lot of different reasons, but there I feel the most comfortable in my own skin, and it's really cool to see other people. I, I see people at the Disney parks that are just without a thought, the holding hands, you know, wearing some, some are wearing the Mickey ears, some aren't, some are just holding hands. And I see a lot of different people that you'd be like, oh, I'm surprised that these two guys are holding hands. You know, they, they, don't, they don't look like the type. And I hate that that's engraved in my brain to think that way. But it's also, I come from an area where unless you were kind of like you're talking about like the out and proud, ostentatious type, you were either that you were grouped into that category no matter what you know there wasn't there wasn't a lot like me a little more toned down and stuff and and so it's kind of cool to see all this whole spectrum of people that are all like and me not that just, are just you, living you touched life, on yeah. something really good too not just disneyland the whole sort yeah. of i mean obviously hollywood in that area but we love to go to the farmers market and yeah. the grove and all of that is out there as well yeah. we go to malibu and all over California, we feel welcome. I feel comfortable, yeah. You know. But I also feel comfortable here in Florida, at least the places that we go in Florida. I mean, we are not closeted in our own town, that's for sure. You know, people know who we are. And, and nothing in our town would ping. <laughs> it just wouldn't. Yeah. It, but ping. I didn't know what you said. There. It's just... And I think... I've gotten to the point where I'm I, I in my life where I think if I just am myself, that's the best I can be. Mm-hmm. It's the best I can do. I can't be anybody else. I don't have enough bandwidth sometimes to be me, let alone be somebody else. So I think John and I are just just ourselves, and I, I think that's an important thing. And I think going out and traveling, just being yourself, whatever that means, it's not just that we're doing it the right way. I think just being yourself is important. We've had the pleasure, we've had the opportunity to go to a lot of places. We've been to England, we've been to France, um, Italy several times, Germany. Again, Switzerland. Switzerland. I, I can't think of an instance other than the uncomfortable situations you've mentioned, which are more comical than anything. And it I was a language barrier. She, she wanted to know what I was talking about, and she said, oh, a matrimonial bed. And I thought, Yeah. So other than those instances, I don't see anywhere we've ever gone that have been that way. However, we did take a a Greek cruise where we stopped in Turkey and we refused to get off the boat. Mm. And I hope that's not being closed-minded, but I did not feel safe. We had read something. I don't remember what I read, but it said that you should use caution entering Turkey if you were a gay person. And I thought to myself, I don't want to go someplace where they don't want me. Yeah, you, 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 it, it's kind of the aspect about being who you are that I don't think if you're not dealing, it's, you can be in your own skin. Like I could be by myself there and they're like, well, how will you know? And I'm like, well, that's been the thought in my head my entire life is in school. How do they know? You know, how are they going to know? Like every move you make, you know, you going in and out of your locker, like, you just always think to yourself, am I doing that too much like this? So even if they're like, 
oh, well, how will they know? I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't want it to be like when I was younger, just always obsessing over like not being able to talk a certain way or say certain things or saying I like certain stuff. And just because I felt like people are judging you, like that's our life is people are always judging us, you know? So it's, it's one of those hard things that you grapple with that sometimes I don't need somebody who isn't gay to lecture me on that and saying that's ignorant because I'm like, well, that's my life, you know? And so I agree with you. Like, don't, if you feel like this, you're going to a place that they don't want you, enjoy the boat. The ship will be great. Yeah. There's also going along those lines though, too, in keeping with our conversation, you know, that's one thing to closet yourself off. It's harder to do when you're with your partner. Oh, yeah. And you're experiencing yeah. something together. And you're wearing wedding rings. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I also, and you're having a whisper fight in the airport. <laughs> you know. That was for you, Lauren. <laughs> um, this is not the right gate. This is the gate. <laughs> Sorry. There were, there's, a, there's a campaign. It gets better. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens as you get older is you make yourself a community. I don't have to go to school. I am not now working in a large office, a corporate office where I have to deal with a large number of people. The people I surround myself are with people who care about me and love yeah. me. And and I think that's easier as you get older and you make your way in the world. Mm-hmm. I think when you're younger and you have to be put into those situations, what you're talking about, I went through it too. Yeah. I remember wearing, I thinking, well, I'm only going to wear certain colors. Right, yeah, I was going to say I'm the going color to dress dressing. a certain way, and mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a certain kind of shoes, and things like that. Um, there are people who would tell me, well, that's changed, hasn't it? Um, I just think what happens is you get to make your life better. You get to choose who you are around. You get to choose where you travel. So I think that's another thing we do too. Is you know we go with people we love. Mm-hmm. And who, you know, are close to us and we know accept us. So we travel with other couples that, you know, this is who we, we are We do together. large groups yeah. of people, right. large groups of people uh, who go with us that listen to our show. Yeah. And I think to myself, you're going with the Diz Unplugged podcast, so you must have been paying attention. So none of this should come as a Shocker. surprise. Well, you know, and I think about the the other side of that. So like the Italy cruise, there's, you know, like a hundred of us or more than that. And mm-hmm. um and I met, you know, couples, same-sex couples on that, and I think, you know, there's not the guarantee that they're going to be able to be with one of us at any point in time, but it, what a friendly group of people we had created that were, you know, and friends we made on that trip, and I hate I hate – I always kind of hate selling a trip like that because, you know, the ABD where they're like, you'll make friends for life or whatever. But I I like on the ABD that I did in California and the Italy cruise, I still have these people Mm -hmm. that I had never known before. You know, I understand that they watch the show and stuff like that. But and now there are people that I'm like, I'll be friends with you wherever I go, I think, you know, in the world, you know. And unlikely a- people make friends. Exactly, too, right? yes. It's like yeah. you think people from different walks of life, you think, Ages, wow, different ages, they everything. They never yeah. meet in real life, quote unquote. I hear a lot, this a lot with our groups, our, back, our ABD groups, that no one is looking for us to be a gay group. Right, yeah. But the fact that we're together and you're there with Eli and Pete – I think that makes it safer for mm. other people who don't feel the need to make an announcement yeah. but know that they're going to be accepted for who they are. And I, just, I want people to know, too, there there's a difference between – because a lot of time you think um, 
oh, they're gay friendly or they're this. Like, and I, I know there are like the cruises that are the gay cruises. So that's specifically designed to an itinerary for people who like to maybe go clubbing or that sort of social event and stuff. But it's it's like what you said. It's more of there's another there's another less flashy way, you know, that if you are somebody who just is you, you know, and you're you're not into that, you know, that party, you know, and stuff like that, there's you can still come to a place like this sounds like a commercial, but to dreams are, you know, where we've had people like you, like me, you know, like Pete, who have gone around and done some of these places and we can tell you this is my comfort level this is how i like to go when i do this you know and so it's i don't want to be like this really does sound like a really i'm gonna ding at the end of this but you know it's somebody you can trust to really say it's this type of an environment if you are this type of a person this might be for you if you are not then it's not for you like we're not the you we're not the half naked cruising type you know in the speedos on the boats like and there's nothing wrong with that if you are it's just about knowing the type of Experience. I just want to separate those a little. We're going to give you the truth is what we're going to give you. Right. Our truth. Our groups are just a group of like-minded people who Mm -hmm. love Disney. Yeah. I don't bring my white thong on those kind of (laughs) trips. You have a white thong. (laughs) (laughs) No, do you want to poke your mind's eyes out? (laughs) Realize that. Wow. It's just, I hear it a lot that you make it easier. You make it friendlier. You make it seem like it's okay. And I think. A lot of times there are people who are either in a same-sex relationship or just gay people who want to know that they're going to be accepted. I think I think that makes it easier, and I hope that does. I think that's a wonderful outcome of something that we've never advertised. Come with us, we're gay. It's not the same, but the people who travel with us, if they don't like that, they're quiet about it. You know? That is true. So... I've never, I, I've never had anybody be vocal about that part of my life. I had somebody say to me something. one time, I don't know any gay people. And I said, do you walk around saying that? And he said, yes. I said, that's why you don't know any gay people. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that is a changed relationship that's gone on for a very long time. And I think what happens is, and John said this right at the beginning, once you get to know gay people, you realize we're kind of boring. Yeah. We're not that exciting. Especially when we're married and older. I mean, you just fall into typical married couple stuff. You know, we're not looking for, hey, listen, there are travel agencies out there that specialize in gay travel, which are, as Rhino said, partying and perhaps people looking to date and looking for a different experience. That's just not who we are. So we hope we got that through to you. Any last minute words on or last minute advice for same-sex couples out there who are worried about traveling. I think yeah. just, you know, do a little – the great part about dreams is you have agents who can help you, um, you know, get that temperature and of the area and stuff like that and can help you with maybe – maybe you want to do some of the research yourself, you know, if you're if you're – a little nervous and you don't want to rely just on the agent, but you, they can help you with the questions that you need to know. Maybe you should ask or something like that. So I just, you know, be open to it. I guess, you know, just make your smart, just make smart decisions. That's all. Make good choices. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for the show. We hope you guys get something out of it. We hope if you have any other questions about this topic, feel free to write to us. You can write to me, John at dreams, unlimited travel, Kevin at dreams, unlimited travel, I don't know your email address. I, t- I can't help anybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't I can barely me. help myself. 
<laughs> he couldn't even open his locker. <laughs> I just told you the issues. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you guys for helping me out and participating. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. Thank you.